Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of A Great Day for Freedom, and with me is a lovely Ferrari. Take two. Yes, take two, because our producer got locked up. <laughs> um, but... There Where's is my some, stimmy? There is some good news, yes. The stimulus uh, passed the, the, the... I don't know if it's a relief package or rescue package. I think they called it a rescue package. Yeah. Um... As we mentioned before, I think we mentioned on the last episode, it, it did pass through the House. We were just waiting for President Biden to sign it. Who's supposed well, we to... were waiting for the Senate to vote on it, right? Because I think we recorded on Wednesday, which is when they were supposed to vote on it. Oh, I think it was a House. Because no, they had I'm... to go back to the House. Oh, that's right. Okay. Yeah. Um. Sorry. And I think we even mentioned, yeah. It, it, it's just it, too much going on. Not <laughs> one Republican voted for this. No. Um, although many of them privately actually were happy for it, and some of them are even trying to take credit for it when they... Oh, yeah, it was trending on Twitter. On Twitter, Twitter. Yeah. You voted against this. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, you know, it's like, it, it's one of those things where it's like they want to take credit for it because it may help some of their wealthy friends, and we'll get to that because there's certain governors, one in particular in Florida that loves, uh, you know, sucking up to wealthy donors. Um, but Biden did sign that into office. Um, some people have gotten their stimulus checks already. Other people are waiting. Um, if there's Republicans listening to this, as much as you think that those stimulus checks are uh, for many, not saying all, but for many are going to a good time, um, for many others, they actually are going to pay bills, pay rent, pay medical bills, buy food. For a lot of food. people, they're technically already spent because yeah. people owe back rent and credit cards and back utilities and, like you said, need to buy food. Yeah. You know? I mean, we, we've been lucky, but, yeah, part of ours is already spent because... Well so, okay. We have bills to pay. I want to. I, I want to make. I, I want to make something very clear though. We we've been lucky because, first off, we seen this coming. Yeah. Um. As far as COVID goes, what? Yeah. I started putting money away. Um. Before Christmas. Yes, because back and it of was 2019. It was you know. roughly around Thanksgiving of 2019, where where through one of the medical journals that I get. Um, they discussed this in Wuhan mm -hmm. and I even showed it to Ferrari and I'm like, Hey, this, this may impact, you know, outbreak, you know, our company, mm -hmm. um, you know, and she made a very good point. Not only would it affect that, but it very likely could affect us personally as well. Yeah. Um, if you believe in science and I realize that most Republicans don't, um, but if you actually believe in science and you realize that we're really a sneeze away from a major pandemic, if, if nothing else made that clear, COVID did, even though there's still, there's still is people that believe that this is a hoax. Um, hey, you can't fix stupid. Um, but that was signed into into place. It also extended uh, federal unemployment programs. Um, uh, you know, there's there's also uh, an additional money that goes along with that. Uh, it was supposed to be extended to October. Now now it's just September. Hopefully that works. Um, I will tell you why I have certain reservations against it working in a moment. Um, but. Uh, there's a lot in this bill, and, and, and we don't even know everything yet that's in it. Uh, we just found out a couple days ago that if you're unemployed, um, you can get health insurance with no premiums. Uh, yeah, but they don't even know how that's going to be implemented. So. Yeah. So, I mean, there's a lot a lot of this. And as we go on, we'll, we'll talk more about it. Um, as much as, as Republicans... Uh, you know, voted against it. There's plenty that actually agreed with it and thought it was a good idea, but because the party voted against it, they had to. Um, 
It's uh, and and don't get me wrong. If this was the other way around, and all Republicans voted for it, and all Democrats voted against it, I would be saying the same thing about Democrats. So it's not, you know, it's not all just anti-Republican. It really is anti that mob mentality. Um, It's that that division that's going on right now. It's stupid. Well, and the Republican Party is even more divided because you have some that that still follow whatever Trump wishes. I mean, on almost a daily basis, some major leaders from the Republican Party are down at Mar-a-Lago visiting with Trump. And and as a matter of fact, Rick Scott was down there. Um, he's a senator from Florida. He also used to be our former governor, uh, pleading with Trump to not interfere with the primaries, uh, in, in two years. And Trump just stared blankly at him and then decided to promote his own pack. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, Trump's, they're, the people that have been in the Republican party long enough now are starting to realize that Trump is hurting the party more than helping it. The problem is he's going to fragment it. Um, that it's, it's, I'm not saying it's going to divide into two parties. I, I, it's, it's, I think it's going to be one or the other. You're going to see that it's going to slowly weed Trump out and go back to the way it was, or you're going to have a whole bunch of nut jobs that believe in QAnon and, you know, whatever else Trump believes in. Um, you know, again, I, you know, I, I don't, I don't have to hide it anymore. I, I never really did. Um, but, you know, Trump, Trump's a joke. Uh, he, he, he always has been. I say, give him a chance for a year. Automatically, literally, that, that the night he won was when I was called a snowflake and all these other names. Even though I said, give him a chance for a year. I don't, I don't agree with it. But give him a chance. And then I'm called names. Well, you know, guess we've seen how that went, huh? Um, but there are some other things, though. Uh, we did talk about uh, Meghan Markle, you know, Meghan and Harry's mm-hmm. interview uh, and mental health. And I've heard some people over the past week mention that they, you know, still don't believe you know, Megan was, you know, suicidal. Guys, look, when you can have all the money in the world mm-hmm. and you can live a lavish lifestyle and be driven everywhere and have people cater to your every need, but you're still just locked up in one place. And can't go anywhere and can't do anything. Well, I think the similarities and, between her and Princess Diana yeah. are just, you know, if anybody knows what Diana went through, I mean, she felt the same way. She felt like she was alone, you know, and she didn't even have, like, her husband's support. And Harry even mentioned that in the interview. Was that at least he and Megan have each other. Yes. You know? Which, I mean, to me, that's very important. You know, I, I think that's one of the most important things. Um, but I have seen plenty of people take shots at, at, at mental health and, and, yeah. and things like that. And is someone that suffers from mental illness. Um... One, I'm insulted uh, that people, some of which are friends, would say that. Um, Mm -hmm. And two, that this country is that twisted to actually think that if you have mental uh, problems, that it's not an illness. Folks, I have news for you. Depression, anxiety bipolar, schizophrenia. I can go on and on. I'm not saying that Megan has those. No. I, I, but what I am saying is that those are all mental illnesses and they actually are illnesses. And until we treat 
mental illness as an actual illness, this country is never going to fix itself. We have a health care problem. Mm -hmm. And it's not whether or not you're going to get health care. It's not whether or not that you're going to lose it or what have you. I mean, don't get me wrong. Those are valid, valid concerns. But it's the way that we treat health care now. Um, 20 years ago, uh, I, I had fractured my hip and mm-hmm. I was in the hospital for two weeks after a 10-hour surgery. Now... You have the same type of surgery, and you pretty much are out within two days. And it's not the technology. It's the insurance companies. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's the healthcare system itself. You know, um, one of the first things that I would ask, you know, if, you know, when, when I when I end up, uh, you know, finishing school and going for a job, I'm, you know, I, I, you know, the world's going to be an oyster for me in that aspect as far as uh, unemployment goes. And one of the biggest or as far as uh, uh, not unemployment, uh, health insurance goes. And one of the things I'm going to ask is, do you cover, you know, mental health? Do you, do you cover, you know, psychiatrists or psychologists? I, for those that don't know, I literally am two classes of dissertation that's already written away from having my doctorate in psychology and a minor in, in neuroscience. And so I'll put that, that hat on for a moment. I'm actually against medication unless it's a last resort for mental illness, because I know what those drugs do to your brain. They practice, they essentially rewire your neurotransmitters. If you don't know what a neurotransmitter is, Mm-hmm. Um, look it up. I'm not going to explain it. Uh, that's... Well, I, I think you should preface that with there are some conditions that need medication. Oh yeah, they're, they're you know. Oh yeah, definitely. But you know, in this country, what what is it? They say it with mental illness, you get misdiagnosed like anywhere from seven to ten times before. Seven times is the average for psychology. In in, 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 in in the psychological field, you get misdiagnosed on average seven times before they find out what actually is wrong with you. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so, I mean, seven to ten, you could say that, but the actual average is seven. Um, that's the magical number um, of, of being misdiagnosed. And sometimes it turns out that it's not an actual brain issue. It's a chemical imbalance. It's um, actually, if you're a heavy drinker, sometimes it's it it, it has to do with the drinking and, and uh, Karswicki's disease. Um, it, it it there's any number of of things that can apply there. Uh, and then in some people, it is their actual brain. You know, so. Think about that when you're trashing someone else that has mental illness. Mm-hmm. Um, I will tell you right now, if I go online and I ask for help for pretty much anything, I've got people replying and saying they'll help me. I go online and I ask for help to find a doctor to actually help me with with mental illness. I will not get one single reply. Not one. Not even one. As a matter of fact, it won't get likes, it won't get sad faces, it won't get anything. Because nobody wants to touch that. And that's how this country is. And that's pretty sad. It's kind of like addiction. One of my biggest problems with that is we treated it like it was a choice. For some people, it isn't always a choice. And I realize that might be difficult to grasp. I think the the, the simplest way to put it is... Yes, you 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 make a choice to try a drug or alcohol or whatever. Oh yeah, yeah you do. But you don't choose whether or not your brain is wired for addiction. No, actually, you know what? I'm I'm glad we mentioned this because I wasn't planning on touching on the addiction aspect, but I'm kind of glad we did for a moment because I was watching, you know, on YouTube they have. Uh, 
those the the, the two rappers that watch metal videos and they and they oh, and they give yeah. their opinion. Yeah, and I actually I actually like watching them. I like hearing what they got to say. But one of the things that came out they they listened to uh, uh, River of Deceit from Mad Season, which has got Lane Staley from Alice in Chains singing on it, and. Lane Staley was a heroin addict. Mm-hmm. Um, he he didn't start out being a heroin addict. Um, he fell on and off that wagon a number of times. But anybody that knew Lane Staley has commented numerous times over the years that he hated being essentially a junkie. He hated it. Um, and it's easy to sit there and say, why didn't he quit? Um, and my biggest reaction to anybody that says that is, well, have you ever been an addict? And if you've never been an addict, shut the fuck up. Because you don't know. You don't know. Um, yeah, I mean, and I mean, that's the thing. It's very hard to comprehend addiction if you don't have that wired into you. Um, and the unfortunate thing is, is that many people can't understand something unless it happens to them. Well, and that's, and, and that's evident because I, you know, I look at the opioid crisis, which we definitely have one, but again, the way I, I, in, in, you know, we, we, we know someone very close to us. It's an EMT that is against just giving out nar- Narcan, like, like, like Narcan shots, like it's candy. And I had to remind him that, honestly, how many of those was fentanyl involved with? If I'm a drug dealer, I'm not going to put something in my drugs that's going to kill off the people buying my merchandise. Right. So where did it come from? Put two and two together, you'll figure it out. You know, um, so I, I mean, like I said, there, there's, there's a number of things. Our healthcare is broken; it needs to be fixed. And addiction does fall under mental illness. Yeah. Well, I mean, and we, we had planned to talk about healthcare. I know you wanted to talk about um, some other things first, but um, yeah, we're gonna get into. I mean, yeah, we're definitely gonna focus on mental health. But fundamentally, our healthcare system as a whole is broken. Yes. And, and it's. It, well, I think, you know what? Let's get into that. Okay. But, but let's get into one thing first, and mm-hmm. then we'll, go, we'll come back to that. And that'll probably close out the show. Because there really, there really isn't a lot to talk about. I mean, yes, there is a number of things that happened. People got sworn in. But I'll be honest, guys, I've been so busy with school this week mm-hmm. that I have not really even had a chance to watch news or read news or check out any any of the normal uh, uh, highlights that I usually do. So um, th- this is this is definitely definitely going to be more of an opinion podcast than anything else. Uh, one of the things though that definitely did make the news is is. Well, we mentioned with the stimulus and we mentioned the the unemployment, the extended unemployment, mm-hmm. which is uh, I believe it's P.E.U.C. P.E.U.C. I believe is one of them. Right. And P-U- P.U.A. Those are the federal programs um, to help with the, um, the state programs. Yeah. Yes. And so Florida and I've long thought this about F.L.D.E.O. Mm-hmm. has they they extended um, quite a few people's uh, extension dates and told numerous senators, representatives, advocates mm-hmm. um, that, hey, you can tell your people that they, they can file. Because in Florida, if you run your balance out dry till it's, it's zero, to get it again, you have to apply again. Right. But if you don't run it to zero then it'll just roll over when when this all takes effect. So it, 
D FLDO told them, oh yeah, you, you can tell your people they can claim all their weeks and you know, we extended everything. What'll happen is once they get to zero for a balance, the 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 new money will kick in. You know, uh, so so their balance is more in line to expire in September, September six, I believe it is. Uh, and so on this one particular day, thousands of people claimed their two weeks and had their balance dwindled to zero. And the very next day, FLDEO says, just kidding. Um, and then rolled back the dates and pretty much screwed these people that applied um, or, or that, that request their money. I mean, they're going to get those two weeks, yeah, but, but now they got to jump through hoops if they're still unemployed to get their unemployment money. Now, some of you listening to this might be employed, might think, who cares? That's great. Send me money or tell me where you live so I can send you my bills. Right. Um, oh, that reminds me of something else I want to talk about. We'll get to yeah. it in a second. Uh, but, um, again, if nothing else shows me that FLDEO is not doing this on purpose, that definitely does. And I'm not the only one that thinks that. Mm-hmm. there's elected officials now that think that. Yeah. Well, the sad thing is, especially here in Florida, is the amount of unemployment they give out to people it's one, is it's, disgusting. It's one of the smallest in the country. And then to make people who are already feeling down and stressed out and are getting basically nothing, to make them jump through hoops all the time is demeaning. Well... NXAMI suggested, because one of the things that got brought up in the Florida Senate was to add an additional tax if you order something online. Um, and that was, in theory, to replenish our uh, unemployment fund. Every state has an unemployment fund. Mm-hmm. And the reason why Florida uh, denies uh 70 something percent of the people that apply uh isn't because they've done anything wrong isn't because they weren't laid off or let go or anything of that nature it was more because of the fact that uh they didn't have money in their account so well, if we deny all these people, we can still charge the employers unemployment insurance and we can replenish our fund. And that's what they did. Uh, and that's kind of what they're still doing. They brush people off to the federal unemployment systems uh, as opposed to actually. I mean, don't get me wrong. There's people on regular unemployment as well. But that's a very last resort. Um Florida actually, I believe I read somewhere, has more gig workers or freelancers than any other state. Well, that's not surprising because no. we are such a, a tourist state no, that it's... we have so many freelance bartenders and musicians and wait staff and hospitality workers and you know that aren't necessarily considered actual full-time or part-time employees. They're independent contractors. Well, there's new restrictions now on that, too, on whether or not you can be classified as a, you know, for, for us, you know, we we uh, we were considered gig workers. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, you have your job at the, at the animal hospital. Right. Yeah, um, but I had just started with you. Yeah, and, and, you know, that's why I'm stuck in that position. So, uh, Florida... Uh, really needs to get its its crap straight. Um and not that he listens, but you know, hey, Dane Eagle, you actually seem like you got a good head on your shoulders. He's in charge of FLDEO. Um please get get your shit straight, man, cuz there's people that are starving because you guys are it, it's almost like you guys don't care. You've laid off a number of the people that actually worked for the, uh, well, you didn't lay them off, but I think their contract was up 
for the call center. Not that the call center really did anything. Um, you know, the people that actually been helping out the most have been, uh, there's a, there's a couple newscasters, um, off the top of my head. I can't remember their names. One actually is enjoying a nice vacation in Hawaii right now. Um, I'm envious. Uh, Vanessa Brito, who works night and day and, who basically gave up her life so that yeah, she could help everybody. Even on her plan. birthday, she's she's fighting with F- FLDEO for mm-hmm. everybody. Um, uh, and, and then, it, you, of course, you have Representative Anna Aksani and, uh, was it Carlos Smith? Mm-hmm. Um, Representative Carlos Smith, um, both of which are help. Um, Jason Pizzo, who I believe is a senator mm-hmm. uh, in Florida, he's been helping out a lot as well. Um, there are people that do care. Um, not all elected official uh, officials are scumbags. Uh, plenty of them from Florida are, but not mm-hmm. all of them. Um, so speaking of scumbags from Florida, um, our former governor and now Senator Rick, uh, Rick Scott said that he would suggest that we all mail our stimulus checks back or mail them to a pack or you know what have you as opposed to using them to you know survive um i've got an even better idea ladies and gentlemen if you cannot pay your bills whether it's a car bill or even more important a utility bill or a rent or mortgage payment Mm -hmm. Instead of sending your stimulus check check back, maybe send the bill to Rick Scott because he's worth well over twenty five million at least. Uh, his wife is worth just as much. The gentleman committed fraud when they asked for drug tests in Florida because he automatically awarded the contract to the company that he owned and then sold to his wife for a dollar. Um, if you've ever been married. You realize the fact that typically speaking, usually for most couples, not all, but for most couples, that income is shared between the two of you. So he really didn't sell the company. He's still making money. Um, It's fraud. And if you want evidence of it, again, there's an old Tampa Bay Times article uh, that you can look up. Jesus is probably going back over 10 years ago. Um, it was when he first became governor. So, mm-hmm. uh, But, you know, again, if he wants you to send back money that you need, well, then, you know, okay, that's fine. But then he should pay your bills. Right? That's fair. I mean, would you agree? I definitely agree. And, um, you know, it's not that hard to find um, somebody, you know, somebody's Senate address. Um, They have a Florida office as well as a D.C. office. And um, I would. I I would go ahead and um, go to flsenate.gov and... Find Rick Scott's office address. What I would do, though, to be honest, to be fair, I would call the office first and let them know you're unhappy with his stance. But if that's what he insists, that's fine. You'll send back the stimulus check, but then you're going to send the bills so Rick Scott can pay them. Will he? Uh, who knows? I mean, he wants you to send back the send back the stimulus. I have to assume that he's gonna make it up to you somehow, right? That I, I mean, I wouldn't be cruel enough to ask someone that can't pay their rent to send money that's essentially a lifesaver mm-hmm. back, unless I had a plan to rescue them, unless I was a cruel son of a bitch that really didn't care about anybody else. Mm -hmm. Right. I mean, Mm -hmm. 
Seriously, if you're a Republican listening to this, you have to agree with me on this one. You can disagree with whatever I say all you want, but if you ask someone to give you the last dollar that they have, you are going to help them or pay them back down the line, right? Here's what people don't get about the stimulus checks. The stimulus checks, as much as everybody wants to say, oh, well, if you don't like Trump, send it back, fuck you. The stimulus checks really were just an advance on on uh, on a deduction from your taxes. Mm-hmm. And that's what the stimulus check is. So them crying and saying that, oh, well, we're, we're, we're going to bleed our children dry. No, they're, they're giving you an advance on a deduction on your taxes. It's your money. So do what you want. Honestly, I think if you send the money back, you're crazy. But if you do send the money back, definitely contact Rick Scott and tell him to pay your bills. You know, um, seriously, I would call him up and tell him that. Um, Florida, as we can see, is a messed up state. We have a governor, Governor Ron DeSantis, who if you've seen one of the campaign videos, he pretty much brainwashes his own child. It's hilarious, but it's sickening on the same hand. Um, And only one person I found even defended it, and I'm not even going to give him a waste of air on that one because he brings up too many other things that he defends that I am morally objectionable, that that I find morally objectionable. Mm -hmm. Um, But DeSantis is being investigated because... We have set, for example, Mississippi opened up everything. There's no mask mandates, anything. Same thing Florida's been doing, oh, pretty much, I don't know, since April or May. Mm-hmm. Um, and which is evident if, if you look at our numbers, but that's besides the point. Mississippi made it, so it's opened up. So Texas. Uh, I'm not going to speak about Texas with this one because I, I couldn't find the actual answer on this one. I know at Mississippi, though, there is no restrictions on getting the vaccine. Um, In Florida, there's restrictions on getting the vaccine. Uh, You have to be, I believe they lowered the age now to 60. 60 is Um, right And they did last, I think it was late last night, said if you're a first responder, regardless of your age, you can get the vaccine. Um, But... Like, if I wanted to get the vaccine, that's not going to happen. It, it just, in Florida, it just won't happen. Um, and the problem with that being is that FEMA set up these, these, these sites to vaccinate people, but they can't vaccinate them unless one of two things happen. DeSantis lifts this order, which he refuses to. Or you get a detailed letter from your doctor saying that you need to be vaccinated because you are high risk. Now, that I can do. I am considered high risk. Mm-hmm. Um, but that being said, really, come on. How much of a scumbag do you really got to be? Oh, wait a minute. But that's not all. DeSantis set up his own clinics before FEMA got involved. And conveniently enough, it started in the Keys with wealthy donors uh, that would pay. Uh, I think at one point they said that they that they were, it came out to roughly $5,000. It was either per person or per family. Uh, there was one donor that was the former governor, I think, of Indiana that donated $250,000 to DeSantis's re-election campaign. Um, he set up one in uh, down in Sarasota where more of his wealthy donors live. Uh, there's been a couple of them that popped up, but they've all popped up where wealthy donors to DeSantis's campaign live. That seems a bit, I don't know, messed up to me. So when questioned about it, he turned it around and said, well, if you don't want it, I'll move it and I'll put it someplace else. 
DeSantis thinks he's Trump. And I'll give him this. He's actually worse than Trump. I mean, he really is a sniveling little troll. Um, but he's more intelligent. And that's what makes him dangerous. Um, because it's not intelligent in a good way. It's intelligent in a how-can-I-fuck-you way. Um, by all means, do you have anything to say on this one? Mm -mm. Okay. Yeah, I didn't think so, but... I mean, again, the government's looking into it. Supposedly, the FBI's actually ready to launch a probe. Uh, and I, I hope they, I hope they nail them. Do I think they're going to? Probably not, because I don't. I, I have little to no faith in the government to actually do the right thing anymore. Um, and that's, I mean, that's evident. I, I don't, I don't think you find a single American that truly believes that Trump's going to be held accountable for anything that he's done wrong, or anybody else for that matter. And that, that includes Michael Flynn, you know, and I, I can go down the whole list. Um, we did mention healthcare earlier. We're going to circle around back to that, and we'll finish off with, with that. Um, we mentioned the healthcare system's broke. And if you want any more evidence of of the people's faith in the health system. Did you realize, and, and I caught this on one of the news channels, I can't remember which, 49% uh, of Republican men, if offered the vaccine right now, would say no. Now that doesn't totally surprise me. Right. But 37% of Americans supposedly said... If offered, and again, I might have been Republicans, but I'm pretty positive they said Americans. And this actually falls in line with most vaccines. It said that if offered the vaccine right now, would you take it? And they said no. Um, now, they didn't ask them why. I really wish they would have. Right. And I will explain why in a moment. Um. What are your thoughts on that? My first thought is, and we talked about this, you know, before we started recording, is who who is running this study? Because I want to know how accurate these numbers are. Okay. Um, but I, I do tend to agree that those numbers are probably pretty accurate. Um, but you and I both know that, you know, finding out who is behind a study gives you more information about the study or the survey Definitely. than, you know, the actual results. Um, I, I have a healthy concern about this vaccine. Because it is new. You know, I mean, I'm not saying that it's bad. But you, there's just, there's not, there wasn't enough time, obviously, to do long-term studies. Because we needed a vaccine to help slow down the spread of okay. coronavirus. I agree. You know? I'll explain I'll explain that in a moment. I agree. So you know, there have been reports of anaphylactic reactions which I mean happen with any vaccine and they happen with drugs and treatments and things like that. People have allergies and people have allergies that they don't know about, you know? Um and you don't find out about some of these things until you actually take something that you're allergic to. Um, but there are other side effects. Not Now, here in the States, we're only using the Pfizer and Moderna vaccines. We're using Johnson Johnson, too. Yeah, they just started that. Um, we're but, not using AstraZeneca. But, yeah, the AstraZeneca has now been pulled overseas because people are having clotting issues. And it sounds like that's something that they didn't realize 
until they started using it on the general public. Well, there is a reason why. There is a reason why. Um, and I'll get into it. So by all means, please finish because I do have an answer to why we're finding more out now. No, go ahead because I mean I I I don't have I want to say I don't have facts to you know to back up what I'm saying, but I don't have specific facts readily available to like sprinkle in and you know. So go ahead and okay. Talk about um, what you're going to talk about. It's important that people realize, and it's amazing how many doctors deny this because it's it's that's not how it's not how research is done. Um, we're at the tail end of the phase three trials, so essentially, if you get a vaccine right now, you're basically a guinea pig. Um, I don't want to say a guinea pig, but you're you're a trial participant, whether you realize it or not. Um, and they do that because they've tested it in a controlled environment. Now we need to test it in an uncontrolled environment. Um, we need to test it on different ages. We, as a matter of fact, honestly. Making it available to older adults, while that's great, they're not the ones that are going to spread it. The people that range between 18 to 40 are primarily the ones that you stand the greatest chance of spreading it right. because they go out more. They do more stuff. They're out in the public more. Right. They're, they're the most interactive and social. I know that there are trials for kids yeah, with the vaccine, because, you know, I've seen that, that there are, are young adults and kids that are signed up for, you know, to get the vaccines. Well, it, it's interesting because you mentioned anaphylactic shock and Marvin Hagler passed away this weekend on Saturday. Mm -hmm. He was he was a world renowned boxer um, considered by many one of the greatest boxers that's ever lived. And he was having trouble breathing and that's pretty much all we know about his death right now. Right. Um, but it is highly suspected and it hasn't been ruled out to the best of my knowledge. Now, maybe by the time this airs, it, it will have been ruled out. Um, but it was suggested that it could have possibly been a reaction to one of the COVID vaccines. The problem is you have so many anti-vaxxers out there that will make things up that you don't know if that's trustworthy unless it comes from his own family or his own physician. And I don't think that's going to happen anytime soon. Um, yeah, as of this morning, they're saying it wasn't caused by the COVID vaccine. Okay. Alright, well, I mean, we'll wait and we'll see, because like I said, there, there's there's so many different things uh, that, the, the, the fact is, if he had trouble breathing and he died, even if it wasn't due to the vaccine, you have to then figure out what it was due from, you know, uh, or what caused it. You, you you know, so they're almost certainly going to do an autopsy if he had a vaccine recently. Um, I don't trust the vaccine yet. I want to see independent studies. And by independent studies, I mean studies that are not funded by the government. Not, I mean, obviously National Institute of Health, National Institute of Health funds most of the studies. But I, I want one that's not funded by a drug company. And I want to see what they find. Um, one of the reasons why I think that we have such high numbers of people that don't want to get the vaccines is because for so long, we've seen vaccines that either haven't worked, have had very bad side effects. The HPV vaccine had a number of serious side effects. Mm -hmm. um, and I think at one point they were pushing the vaccine on both, both males and females. And there were side effects for both. Right. Uh, if I'm not mistaken. 
Um, you also, I, and here's the thing, I, I'm, I'm naming these vaccines. I'm not trying to shame them or anything like that. I, even the polio vaccine, when it first came out, there was problems with that too. Every vaccine has some serious negative side effects. It's just how long until you notice them. Um, how prevalent are they? Yeah. And, and, and how prevalent uh, they are. Uh, so I, I want to see, and it's probably going to take two, three years, but I want to see that study before I'm willing to get that. I'm not willing to put something into my body like that until I see an independent study that says it's safe. And the reason I feel that way is because, and it came out, it came out yesterday that the Trump administration lied numerous times um regarding covid i'm shocked yeah like <laughs> like it's a big surprise to anybody but they disregarded science left and right and since it, this was developed at the urging of that administration it really makes it difficult to trust that and i and and i honestly feel um and, and it's my belief at least that uh, then the number of people that don't trust the vaccine is as high as it is for that reason. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I mean, other people might disagree. They might, you know, say, say, you know, no, that's not the case, but that's my belief in it at least. Um, I mean, do you, do you have anything you want to add to that or? No, I mean, I, I think in addition to vaccines having side effects, I mean, our healthcare system you know, the FDA has also approved how many drugs, medications that end up being pulled off the market within a few years because of, un- you know, very unhealthy side effects and lawsuits and whatever. And I think that's that's it. It's just we most people don't 100 percent trust the healthcare system. And a lot of people like really don't trust it at all, you know. No, well, to add into that, it's not just the FDA. The FDA at one point, and I'll, I'll use artificial hips as an example. Um, there was a problem with artificial hips because they used to be made out of cobalt, which mm-hmm. is a heavy metal. And it breaks down in the body. When it breaks down, you start having some serious neurological symptoms. And the manufacturer of that particular uh, uh, hip replacement, um, they put a coating on it instead to hopefully stop it from breaking down. And that's it was not a cheap ass way to, it, it, yeah, it, to try it, to fix the problem. And the FDA approved that mm-hmm. that didn't fix the damn problem. You know, um, there's better ways to do that. So it's not just the FDA, it's also pharmaceutical companies because they're the ones that make make not just right, these medications. Right, but yeah, the FDA has to approve things to be used, you know, in the general public. And, yeah, I mean, the, yeah, pharmace- pharmaceutical companies are freaking awful. Yeah. I mean. Well, you got that one guy that was in prison that, that set that one medication that cost them, I don't know, like a dollar a pill, and he raised it up to like a thousand dollars or something. He was still manipulating the, that market from prison. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, again, you can't blame the American public for not trusting pharmaceutical companies. No, our our healthcare not- system is for profit, and you're you're profiting off of people's basically bad luck because a lot of health problems are just bad luck like you were born with it or you you know or it was an accident you, it was an accident you were predisposed to something you were exposed to something without your not you know with or without your knowledge but you, you know it's you know we're this we are we are all closer to becoming bankrupt and homeless than we'll ever be to being billionaires. And all it takes is one unfortunate event, one awful car accident, well, one organ failure, you know, like anything like that. One health crisis 
And you're bankrupt. You you realize what what the most prominent health insurer in the country is right now, right? GoFundMe. Yep. Yep. And that 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 right there should tell you everything you need to know. Um, you, you know that that right there is a country you should be embarrassed by that. Um, and, and, you know, it sucks, but that's, that, that's how it is. You know, we might have great doctors and, and everything mm -hmm. else, although the past four years have done so much damage to science, it's going to probably take a good eight years at least to fix what's been damaged. Um, in Florida, you've got researchers that are afraid to release information because they don't want the state government, at the very least, to come trashing through their house and confiscate their computer material, you know, their forensic mm -hmm. material, because... They they have their research, and I realize people are going to say Rebecca Jones is a whack, is a is a quack, and everything else. Here's the deal, guys: if she really did hack into their system, Florida's system that that information is kept on, their security really must suck. Like seriously, please hire me. I will do a better job than whoever you had, because you obviously don't know how to actually secure a system. Um, I, you know, look, the fact of the matter is, is, is this, um, I'm going to, I'm going to end on, on, on this and, and, and we'll, we'll, we'll call it a night. It'll be a little bit shorter of a podcast than, mm -hmm. than usual, but I've noticed that there's plenty of people that want to shoot their mouths off online, but they do it in packs. They won't do it one-on-one. -on -one. They'll do it in packs. They need, they need their buddies to back them up. Understand that sometimes when you decide to shoot your mouth off at certain people, that they're not the people that you want to shoot your mouth off to. Because some of these people can find out exactly where you live, find out all of your information, and possibly could come knocking at your door someday. Some of these people are not who you can act like a badass online all you want. But what if the person you're messing with is a legit badass? Instead, I think maybe what people should do is actually, if you disagree with someone, okay, then have an actual discussion, like back it up with facts. Have a discussion. Don't sit there and insult someone. That's just stupid. You know? Um, treat people the way you want to be treated. Be, be the light you want to see in the world. However you want to word that. You know? Um, I still see way too many people insulting people online. Mm -hmm. um, and... I got to admit, man, most people suck. Um, not saying everybody, you know, and if this insults you and you're listening to this, then I guess you're one of those people, you know. Um, but, yeah, most people just, if, if you can't be nice to anyone, yeah, man, Life must really suck for you to be that miserable. Yeah, and I, I'm at a point where I, I've never understood people who don't have empathy and don't care about other people, but I'm at a point where I realize that you can't teach that after a certain point. No, you can't. And if you don't have empathy and you don't care about other people and you don't care if you offend other people or that the words that you say or the things that you do could possibly hurt someone then I don't want to be associated with you at all 
No, I I know both of us. Our 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 friends list is dwindling more and more mm-hmm. because of either gaslighting or just plain ignorance. lack of empathy yeah. or ignorance or what have you. I mean, honestly, look, if you want to insult someone that had a mental crisis, I want nothing to do with you. Because what yeah. happens if I have a mental crisis? Yeah. You're just going to shit all over me? Yeah. You know? Um, I, I really want nothing to do with people like that. And that's going to be evident. I mean, it's going to be evident when... Uh, you know, we, we have to recruit more people for, for outbreak for what we're, you know, for, for what's coming up Mm -hmm. is that if you're one of those types of people, uh, neither of us want anything to do with those types of people, Mm -hmm. you know, um, and that's just the way it is. So please look, normally I tell everybody to wear masks and that still stands. And I tell people to practice safe distancing. That still stands. But look, man, treat others the way you want to be treated. Because if I see you act like an asshole, I'm going to treat you like an asshole. Yeah, just be kind. I mean, if you... If you know that something that you say or do could hurt someone, keep it to yourself. Well, and not only that, I want to, okay, I want to add this in there because this does go along with this. Vanessa, who I mentioned earlier, Mm -hmm. who fights so hard to help people get their unemployment and everything and and Mm -hmm. help to wade through those waters. And trust me, in Florida, it's not easy. And the day after FLDEO pretty much was like, just kidding, you're all screwed. Um... People were taking their aggravation out on her. Vanessa works. Literally, I'm seeing her post things at 3 o'clock in the morning. And then I'll wake up at 7. And she's posting things at 7. Yeah, I don't think she sleeps. No. I thought you didn't sleep. No, she's even even more, more, more busy than I am. And... It wasn't her fault. She didn't do anything no, but wrong. but she's accessible, and that's... Yes, and I understand that, but sometimes you have to take into consideration, look, don't bite the hand that feeds you, mm-hmm. you know? Some of these people that you're nasty to, down the line, you're going to want help from. I've got a perfect example. I used to get trashed because, you know, by, by people, because I mentioned how head trauma is dangerous. Mm-hmm. And you can suffer serious effects from it. And 10 years ago, I got ridiculed for it. I got ridiculed for it totally. And then I had the opportunity to meet Dr. Malu that discovered CTE. And he pretty much validated everything. I, I, I was validated. Because everything that I wrote was not only true, but was ahead of what they were experimenting with. And that's how me and Dr. Amalu became friends was because I knew what I was talking about. Now, 10 years later, I it's hard for me to go two, three days without someone I know. Hey, do you have a few minutes? I'm having some issues because of all the chair shots I took or all the tackles I, I, I took in football or what have you. And... And it, some of these people are the, are the same people that ridicule you. And ethically, I I have to help them. Mm-hmm. But personally, I don't want to. Right. You know? Um, so understand, if you bite the hand that feeds you, someday you're going to have to need their help, most likely. Mm-hmm. And you better hope that there are ethical type of person because if they're like a normal person they're going to tell you to go f off so um i do you have anything else you want to add no i uh guys sorry this is a little bit different than most other podcasts hopefully it'll be a little bit more normal moving forward we were going to get a little bit more into mental health but um there's just certain things i'm not comfortable revealing on a podcast uh, about my own health um, which 
are great examples, but just something I'm not comfortable yet. So thank you for tuning in, and we will do this hopefully again next week. Guys, for the next eight weeks, I'm in school, so our podcast schedule is going to be kind of flaky, uh, but we will try to get one out at least once a week. Thank you so much. Please treat each other kindly. Be safe and have a wonderful rest of the week. Thank you so much.